Hey everyone, welcome back to the Oil Brick Podcast and I'm uh, back with uh, another episode today. I've not been, uh, no, I've not been doing many uh, episodes or podcasting all that much because um, uh, quite frankly it's uh, just had uh, more to do so I um, thought I'd uh, put an episode out for you today and um, just uh, there's a few things to uh, chat about and uh, talk a bit of Rocky and just uh, let you know I'm... Uh, about that. Um, it's uh, nice enough weather outside and that. Um, we've just had all uh, press briefings and all that shit from just more COVID, more COVID st- stuff on COVID and all that. So uh, rather than uh, get all stressed about all that, we'll, um, I can, uh, for Ted, uh, get on here and talk a bit of Rocky and that, because uh, there are a few things to uh, talk about. Um, we uh, had the Dallas we, and uh, Tampa uh, the other night. Um, so we're now on to the Stanley Cup final um, with us, and uh, Dallas won the other night. So, um, yeah, um, if anything, I'm just probably maybe playing a bit catch-up, so I'm probably a bit late to... Uh, that but yeah, I just thought I'd uh, come on and just give a few a few uh, views and all that. Doing that, um, there are plenty a few things to uh, talk about today. Um, I mean, starting just uh, wondering where to start. Um, we did have the elite league seat, elite hockey league season, um, permanently uh, put on hold or suspended. That's the correct term. Um, last week, so I'll uh, give you my views, uh, my take on all that, as well as uh, some others. Um, I, yeah, just with there's a continuing drama over in uh, Arizona with regards to getting some re. You know, they uh, obviously they've lost their first this year with uh, trading Taylor Hall, and because you know they trade. And then uh, the obviously there's been that, so they've had a two pick. They don't have the second this year either, and neither did they have the first in 2021. So they're going to be in a situation where they're going to need to re, you know, get some, you know, stock up on those picks again, and they're going to need to recoup some of them picks because, I mean, they're in a pretty bad situation. <laughs> there's been a couple of things. I think if there's any one team that's probably in. in Fire online to have, you know, for reloc that marks on real for relocation. It's probably it were. I mean, they did get in playoffs, but we were it weren't it weren't particularly great. Um, I mean, gold. If you take our that goaltending elevated that team, um, <clears throat> then they would. You know, it's not a great team. Um, Stoffer mentioned last week on, uh, particularly on uh, uh, Ekman Larson, and uh, he's been pushing this narrative on Oilers getting, you know, would Ekman Larson be good fit for Oilers? Um, I just want to sort of give my views on that um, and uh, give my take for what it's worth. Uh, 
look at Ace Con. I'm not in favour of that. Doing Oilers doing that. Uh, it's eight, you know, eight point two million for the next seven years. That is quite a big cap it to take on. Uh, you know, I mean, I know he's already had his salary bonus paid this this year, um, but next, you know, next three years there's there's a ten point five million, then five point two mil signing bonus, and then a five point two base salary, and then it's ten point five million again. So it's like thirty one million over the next three years. That's a lot of dollars. Uh, they are fucked a bit in. Are, you know, down in Arizona for particularly in short term, there's going to be some short term pain there. Uh, and they're still looking for a general manager um, after Jaker. Uh, but, I mean, they do have 30 mil UFAs coming up. So it does actually get better for them. But I'm not particularly... I'm not particularly doing that. Um, but, I mean, I don't... By the way, Ekman Larson also has a no move. So, but that is, yeah, I, I don't think that's a worthwhile pursuing and I won't pursue it. We, we've already, we need to get away from some of that. I mean, we're doing that. It, it's, yeah, he's number one defenseman and he's okay, but it's not. I, I, I wouldn't go into that trapdoor with, <clears throat> particularly with Ekman Larson. I don't think he's. I mean, he's 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 okay, but I. Well, seeing as though the defence we've got Bouchard come in, uh, and then we've got Caleb Jones. Uh, you know, we've got Broberg. Yeah, we probably need uh, one. You know, one or two defencemen. Oh, you know, to, you know, sort of steady. You know, to add, but I wouldn't. That is not a, some a contract I'd want particularly given the length of it and the AV, I wouldn't pursue that at all. So, yeah, I'd keep well clear of that one. We need to, uh, you know, big, big capits like that. And, you know, of course, you'd have to move, you know, you'd have to move to get that, move contracts out to get that. I mean, not, not no problem necessarily with being able to do that. We, we could do that. But... No, it's no. I won't. I mean, I, I don't know. Our old, our old Ekman, Ekman Larson. I'll just do. Not sure. Uh, I don't know what his um, what his age is. Uh, I, I know I should have done this before, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, he's two sec. 29 so seven more years so seven more years so you want to be paying eight point you want to be paying 8.4 million cap it for till he's 36 37 um no no i think they i think it i think he's getting a bit above his head on that particularly on that um so no i wouldn't do that um this talker like there, there were another talk about darcy kemper coming to Isla's uh, yeah, that'd be a draft pick. Um, a goaltending is an area that we definitely need to improve and uh, get better at. Um, and there are some. There is actually quite a few goal goalies that are that are on market. So uh, if we can, 
so I would pursue that. The big pro the problem with goaltending guys is we we're kind of a bit and I'll, I'll probably talk. I'll probably. I mean, we'll get on to talk about. I'll I'll talk more about you know flurry and situation there in Vegas, but. The, the, like I'm gonna probably say, like I'll probably say later. I don't know whether to. I don't know how to talk. But we've got four. We've got four mil, paying four million to Koskinen. and it, it kind of which does put us into a bit of a bind on whether that because you can't. You know, if you have like four, something like four, five, five million on your goaltending, you're putting a lot of the cap space. By the way, in a flat cap. Because the cap's not going up, it's staying. It's going to be staying flat for the next couple of years. So you, you know you're going to be putting a lot. It's not a wise decision for best for the medium to long term for this for the Oilers uh, to do that. So you're probably going to need. You know, I think any. I think if you're going to do something like get bring like a goalie like that, then you're going to really. Then you know we need to. Um, you know, you probably it's probably anything to do with like a star, you know, a, a star goalie or anything that's not got a low cap. It's, it's going to you Koskinen's going to have to get in, go in the mix, and it's going to probably result. You're going to probably have to move Koskinen in, in order to do some kind of deal like that. Uh, I don't know what so I don't know what that necessarily entails, but it, it's probably going to mean that you know. So Koskinen, but we are kind of stoked until we you know we figure out. Because we're already committed, and you know we've already committed the cap for that. It's not a huge cap, flat four million, but we've already committed money there, you know, dollars there. So it's gonna, you know, I suppose because we went, you know, we chose to go with Koskinen and when, and that's why, you know, you told, you know, Cam Talbot go and, you know, move Cam because we did that. I've talked about that on previous episodes with, you know, on particular that decision. That came on in the Shirella. I think it's. I think I talked. To, yeah, I talked about it a bit on. I think it was. It wasn't the last episode, by the way. I did. I did publish an up. I did put an update out on the British on the situation over, hockey over here, and I will give you a further update on that. But I did. I did put. I think it was the episode before that. Um, which I mean, I've had. By the way, I had some. Re- I've had thanks to everyone all listening in and all listeners. Because of it, you know, and appreciate your time, you know, listening. But I did, I think it was on that where I did talk about the Koskinen decision um, with that. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, well, depending on what you, I mean, I think, I think, is it 14th, 14th pick, 14th, we are in first round this year, this year's current draft. We're picking up 14th. Um, yeah, so we do it. So that's that's obviously going to be. Um, the yeah, I mean, there's going to be many choices. I don't know whether it'll just be Kemper, but it's, uh, and I don't know what is necessary is cap, but, you know, as you're finding out in Vegas, there's they're going to have to go with one or the others, and I will, I'll get onto that because I do want to make, say a few things, particularly on, you know, I will talk Vegas anyway. Um, do we qualify? I'm going to see you another another switching forward a bit on other areas with Oilers. Do we qualify Andreas? I'm going to see you um, and Benning. Um, Benning's third pair, you know, third pair, one point nine. 
I think it largely does depend on whether we can move Russell uh, and Russell's contract. Uh, I think I've said also, I did say on previous, and I've said it on other podcasts uh, about Russell. Uh, his con- his no trade list does go to I think it's is it fifty is it fifteen is it fifteen teams and then his uh, his bonus is obviously going to get paid, uh, which takes his cal his salary down. To, is it one? I think the AV is one point five. Uh, so that's more tradable, but he does have like no move. So he is like a modified no move. So uh, yeah, I think it's largely going to depend on. Right, and also as well, you, you need to you need to make space. I think there's probably there probably will be movement, particularly on that Oilers blue line, uh, because you know we're going to need to you know some a defenseman or something. We are going to have to make room for you know new you know like said you know a a Bouchard or you know or maybe to give Caleb Jones more minutes. Uh, this this you know in the next season when that is um so you you know somebody's gonna have to have to make way you know and because you don't want last thing you want it last thing you want is like a block it is like a blockage and you know and our players so i could see some movement particularly there there was actually a p that was actually something i don't know if uh i don't know if staples and we're talking about it uh about are these some something in oils management where they talk about small changes um rather than you know big moves um i think we'll probably have to see on that because there's not been much we don't know what's gonna um so we are gonna have to do that uh tyler benson Ty, we what one of this is a positive move for oilers and i'm happy to see oilers management doing this um McLeod, McLeod, Bouchard, Evan Bouchard, uh, and Lavoie, um, and I think Tyler Benson's also waiting assignment. Uh, given where we are, we, you know, in terms of getting man, I don't know what the status of my minor, minor leagues are over in uh, North America, but um, the way to Benson, McLeod, and Bouchard and Lavoie, um looks like they're going to be heading to Europe to play in to play hockey in Europe, um, which is great for, you know, prospect, Oil's prospects. I think may, maybe Marodi, I don't know if Cooper Marodi might benefit as well. You know, to get, you know, because you, you need to keep your prospects playing and you don't want to see them, you know, about playing hockey because they do need that for development and to develop and work on the game. And I think it's also good, you know, if they will travel, you know, to you know, travel in another, travel and, you know, play in Europe and, Different country or learn, you know. They need they need to get some more experience under the belt, and it's all it's and that's really positive. You know, work on the game and or aspects of the game. No doubt they'll probably be monitored by, you know, Oilers, um, you know, man, Oilers management and people in Oilers organization. What they need to work, you know, and they also they. I think yeah, and which is a great you know, and get some tutoring or and uh, builds get build their experience up, which will help them because you don't want to see your prospects not play, you know, not getting any play, any game time. Uh, and there are some actually there are some leagues that 
you know, I could, you know, like fin- I don't know if Finland's Finland and Sweden. You know, there are some leagues in Europe that are actually, that are going to be playing. Um, different story in the UK, <laughs> in the UK to you know to my sadness, but uh, yeah, that really good move from Oilers on on you know on some of our prospects going over, heading over to Europe. And to uh, you know, learn and and it's a critical time for him, you know, and keeping keeping him moving forward. You don't want to set back the development, and uh, good for, good on the. It's a win win for for them and for the Oilers. So that's uh, there was yeah. So that yeah. Uh, there is talk that the NHL season might slip into next year. Uh, well, we don't know. We don't know yet. Um, is it true? I'd, what sport is it? Is it? Is it? Um, is it NFL? I don't NFL that's allowing some fans in. I'm not sure, but the, the NHL is no doubt going to be observing other sports. Um, you know, to see what they do or see how they run. You know, a season or that. So, yeah, it might slip into December. Yeah, it could. Whichever. I mean, I don't think there's really been a lot of plans on what on what will happen next year. Because realistically, can you really do bubbles uh, for like? Or I don't know if it'll go to a Canadian league. You know, Canadian teams will play each other or something like. You know, we don't know yet. We're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, sooner the better to, you know, get it. You know that we get next season over and done. You know that we can, cause uh, you know helps me a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, whether it's December or January, we're gonna have to wait and see on that. Um, a further update on the UK Elite Hockey League. Um, we the se- yeah the season got suspended and. It's probably I don't. It's not been outright cancelled, as far as I say. They could still resume. They could resume it, but I think the bar to do the bar for them to do it, I think, would be too is too much. It, for for this year, for this year, um, I mean, I'm seeing what the trends or what the mood music is. I live over in. I'm obviously over in UK. Um, it's not going in trend. It's not going in direction of allowing fans, or you know, of allowing sixty percent of fans in ring, in rinks, and the arena to watch games. It's if anything, it's going in the other direction and more cautious, more restrictions. We're probably going to get more of them in next few days over here I mean sorry I hate to you know sorry if I vote to anyone who listens to this who I've been a bit depressed on Twitter it's just come you know it's just how it is fuck it I'm gonna do all that <laughs> I've been doing it. yeah there's no point yeah it's what it's what it is uh, I'm a bit sad a bit sad that I won't get to uh, I mean fuck I mean you know when did the last seat Steelers were it March last year no March this year I saw them a bit back in I think it was just before the just before the season got suspended uh, this year. So I think you're looking more. I think you're looking more in spring in spring next to 
fall next fall or autumn next year. I think I think you're looking at twenty one at uh, twenty 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 one season getting cancelled. I mean, ooh, you don't. I mean, the, that's the problem. None of us really know what's going to happen. What's actually going to happen, and what the result or, or where this is all heading towards, or what it's trending towards. That's that that it, it's a lot of it's uncertain, you know, or what the end game, or what the end game's going to be, uh, you know, what will happen. Um, I don't think it's necessarily just just about, uh, you know, the, you know, just about COVID necessarily, because it, it's. I mean, what's going to be the aftermath or the effect of what's happening? It, you know, you probably. In terms of the economic aspects as well, it's not just the health; it's the economic. You know, we don't know what the result. You know, will people be able to afford? Even if when you're allowed sixty percent capacity in arena, you know, are you going to get people to go? You know, because I mean, hockey's not going to be around. You know, I. You know, it's changed a lot. You know, people's sort of lifestyles have been changed, so we don't know what's gonna what it's gonna re- re- result and what's gonna ha- and what that will mean, or how much things will change. Will people, you know, people, you know, you're gonna get obviously get more people. You know, people obviously go, but it might be more a gradual thing. And will people be able to afford? So you know, want to you know, will people want to go or? There'll always be hockey fans, of course, uh, and people probably will do. But uh, you know, some it's you know it's probably going to be a bit more slow. Fuck knows. I mean, we're all speculating. I, I'm all spec. You know, we're all speculating. Nobody really knows what you know how simple it would be to get them a re- if or oh, we're probably talking. I mean, I can't even predict fucking this week. Never mind next year, what rate this is going. So, I mean, a lot of people, sort of, a lot of rabbits have changed. So, you know, you don't see so many, there's not so many on the buses and there's not so many on the, you know, going into like shopping centres and, you know, you know, town, you know, city centres and things like, you know, it, a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of things going off. So you don't know what, you don't know what the, you don't know what the whole picture, what it's going to mean for the whole thing. So we aren't getting all political, of course, because I try and uh, keep this. Uh, I'm interested in the hockey, not the, not anything, not fucking politics, because I'm bored with that. Yeah, that all day. Um, <laughs> uh, wash, yeah. So I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, to be honest, it, we're never really going to. With regards to we, we, the elite league, it, we're never going to really. I don't think it were ever realistic this year to think that the the, the threshold to to get the elite league going is sixty percent, uh, sixty you know is sixty percent capacity and sixty percent of fans in the arena and to get capac- to be able to do capacity of sixty of sixty percent and that's the case with a lot of with with, with a lot of spectator sports. Uh, minus obviously the big sports, because some sports are better able to handle it with television deals. But that's the capacity to get, you know, in order to get, they've got to have sixty percent uh, to make it worth financially viable to start the league up again. Um, so that's what's that's what that's where we are, and it's 
you've also as well I think you've also need well you need to you need obviously six percent like I've just meant like I've just mentioned but you also need a more certain and this is the case for business as well and probably maybe investment uh, and other things you also need a bit more a bit of stability and to know what your bit of clarity on the situation you can't do you know because the, the last thing they want is to bring all those players over from North America Europe what have you and then the, and then everything shuts again and you know spend on the out the homes the cars you know flights what have you and then the leagues shut all over again then the leagues instantly shut or there's something new that or something new announced. They need they need that to be more clear up. So there are there are two big barriers to the game start to the league starting over here that need to be more established or to know what the the set what what the settings you know are what 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 the environment is. So they need the environment to be more stable to be more clear and then the as well as the six. So. I think we're a bit way out. I think you probably, like I just said, you probably it's probably more next year. Um, sad not sad. I won't get seat stealers or there's not much uh, to uh, go and you know enjoying thing. You know much enjoyment and that, but and uh, you know you're having to see like foot, you know soccer and football in empty stadiums. Um, I think that's more likely gonna that you know, but you know because it's things. It is what it is. It is what it is. But I don't bloody. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, shit, shit. I won't get to see Steelers. But um, so it is. No point in. Uh, it's what you know. It's case for everyone. I'm sure there's hockey fans over in North America that would love to be able and love to be in like Rogers. But well, we'll. Hopefully, hopefully it's uh, not too it's not too long before we get to see that, um, and you know we get some hockey play get some hockey played in NHL and you know might be able to watch some leagues over in your you know the European leagues that probably resume maybe they put because I think I think we can get like SHL over here you know and some slight Swedish league so who knows we'll have to wait and see. Um, Two other bit pieces of news where what Washington appoint Peter Laviolette as head coach. I would be uncertain whether whether they would want to whether they'd be appointing a head coach, um, or whether 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 they'd move more shortly or whether they would want to make it more long term. Um, sorry, I rephrased that again. Whether they want to do it before like December or January, till they know the leap, till they know where, if there's a season, what when the season's going to start. Anyway, the points of Peter Laviolette as head coach. Anyway, um, yeah, mainly, yeah, it's um, you know, vet, you know, pretty, you know, like veteran coach, uh, which is probably good for Washington because there's a lot of veterans there, and you know, you want to, you know, your last. You know, Todd Reardon were mainly rookie and that were mainly, mainly uh, you know, rookie head coach and <clears throat> I think he was assistant head coach under Trotz. So, uh, you know, so you've got a man with a bit of experience there, which, you know, when you've got mainly a veteran team. So, yeah, so Washington, I don't know whether they're mainly coming towards and I don't, 
whether they're more coming towards N Washington with uh, you know because they have got a veteran team. Um, still some bloody still some very good players. You know you know Vetchkin, Backstrom, you know John Carlson. Uh, you know they've. I don't question me. I don't know what situation whether Altby will stay or whether you'll probably get Samson of mainly <clears throat> in that in goal ne- next year. Uh, who's coming through? Uh, but there's still some really good. They they've still got a team. I don't. But we were. But it's mainly best. So that's good. You know, it's good news. Well, it's good news anyway. Well, it's news anyway. Uh, well, given also as well, given. Um, I mean, who would have thought Dallas would have uh, done what they've done and managed to get it together? I, I were. To be to be fair, everyone, I actually wasn't sure what what would happen. We, you know, how Dallas would be and what to make of Dallas because they've definitely always had the potential and they've got the players. Uh, Jamie Ben didn't actually have a great season as such, but he's managed to get you know be that really strong power forward in playoffs. I saw him against Vic in the Golden Knights game. He's you know he's had a good playoffs. Is it is eighty? Is 18, 18, 19 points now. Um, and you know they've you know Miro Askinen has been you know a real star at back end. Uh, they've had some good you know they've got some good goaltending from Godobin, and that you know who's done. Uh, I mean, yeah, to be fair, Godobin actually was helped with you know they're toothless with toothless <laughs> with uh, like a, a goal score with. Lack of goal scoring from Vegas forwards. So, anyway, but yeah, yeah, they've got some good. Yeah, they've got some. Uh, end of the day, folks. It, it, you know, that, you know, playoffs is anybody's game, really. It's you know any, you know, once you're in playoffs, if you go on a good run or you make a good go of it, then you've got so. Then you know you're all. It's anything can happen. You know, if you get on good form, you can make a real deep run. Uh, in playoffs, and that's a good thing, but that yeah, but you know, really like, really like Dallas. Uh, Dallas's do that. I mean, a lot of people like you know, mainly predicting say, oh yeah, it's Tampa's best team and all that. But you don't know. You, you don't know. I mean, who would have predicted? Uh, you know, Washington would have beaten Vegas a couple of years ago, and then you and then you had St. Louis last year. You know, got who. Who fired the coach mid-season and then they managed, you know, hired Barubi and then Rube, and then they've, um, you know, then they won fight, then they won the Stanley Cup. So you know, I, I don't bet against any so it's any team. Uh, anyway, so I'll, I'll talk about a bit. I'll say I'll move on and talk a bit about um, about. Well, in fact, no, no, no. I'll mention. Uh, with regards to Tampa, uh, they've had a, you know Tampa's a great team, and they've got a really good supporting cast there. Um, you've got to obviously, uh, you've you know you you would think Tampa would would win it uh, with play you know with players that they've got, um, you know Braden Point and um, that. I don't uh, yeah I don't know if that but. You know, they they managed to. Uh, I think it'll be largely back and forth series. They'll be, you know, they'll have a few 
games. But yeah, it, I think it. You know, you expect. I think you probably expect Tampa to bounce back. Uh, but yeah, they've um, they've certainly made a better go Tampa, particularly John Cooper. <laughs> they certainly made a better go at it this year. This. Uh, this playoffs rather than because rather than getting bounced by Columbus last year, in so they made a really good goal, uh, and they've got further than they did last year. Uh, so, but yeah, that's particularly with Dallas and uh, Tampa. I as like I said on my last one, I don't like I don't want to get into prediction game because that's already backfired enough on me this year. So, uh, right. Where did it go wrong for what happened, particularly with Vegas? And I want to just touch on, I want to touch on all the nights a bit. I know I do talk a bit about them, don't I? Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I have because I did see him. I did see it again. Um, <clears throat> what happened with Vegas in playoffs? Um, although watching, I think it was game. Three, did this happen in game four? Yeah, it might have been game, might have been game four. It game. What I, I saw was watching that, watching that Golden Knights Dallas Star series. Um, I one of the things I noticed watching it was they had uh, they were playing Vegas were playing. I don't know if this were DeBose tactics, but they were sort of playing three man cycle, in, particularly in front net. Now. And you know you had like three players round, but the problem we do the problem was and I noticed is there was no like front there was no gap player in front of the net and there was no like front man or you know to sort to get the put you know where they would pass it round and then they'd get someone would get in front of net on shot or get a rebound or get a rebound. By the way, they really struggled with rebounds and second and second chances, Golden Knights. Um, you know the. To be fair, they therefore the way Knights played, Golden Knights played, they weren't exactly that bad. I mean, like with possession, with like dominating possession, you know, dominating possession. They got plenty of shots in. You know, I don't. I think on one it was like ten, ten to what. Uh, you know, and I mean, I don't think they have. I don't think this. I don't think they scored in like seven. Therefore, their top four was scored in like seven, eight games. I mean, the point that the the goal, the goal and point production among you know the big four, the the big, you know the big stars, the big forwards in Vegas was shit. Um, wasn't great. The, you know, you bet obviously in the playoffs, your best players have to be your best players, and it weren't a good. And it what they didn't produce in that fight in that conference final, uh, which you have to, which is as to it. Uh, Dallas got small pockets of possession, and they capitalised on their chances during that game. Uh, and Vegas had no answer for when Dallas took the game by scruff of the neck, and you know they had no response to doing that, and they didn't sort of change it. Um, but it were a great comeback in game five where the where Dallas scored two and they took it to overtime. Um, you know from being two from being two goals down. There's a game five, yeah, uh, two goals down. Uh, 
but yeah, it, you know, like you had people like Patch, you know, like Pacioretty and uh, Mark Stone. To be fair, was actually injured. Uh, he, he did he did pick up an injury, um, and he did work hard throughout. The work ethic was the work ethic was particularly wasn't wasn't bad, but the. It, there was no end product to what they were doing on ice. It, it, they owe no purpose or getting or getting some of them shots on. They they created enough, but they didn't have the for some reason. I don't know if like you know like Pacioretty, you know Carlson, Marchessault. I mean Pacioretty and Marchessault didn't actually score, but uh, you know Pacioretty, Marchessault, Carlson. Uh, you know. Chandler Stevenson, for the most part, did did act, He did score that what that one on what that odd man rush, but he didn't have. It, it weren't. I don't mind you. I don't wish, But you know, like Stas, you know Stasny. Um, I don't know what the yeah. It, it just didn't work out for him, and you know, go by the way. I will, and then right getting onto the. The goaltending wasn't a problem. Uh, that was not a problem. Vegas, if anything, have created an, a bigger problem with the goaltending. Right. Let me. I, I'll right. I'll talk about particularly. They did have a few. Dis- yeah, they talk. They did. There was. I don't know if there were a few distractions. A bit of drama off ice, or they had a bit of. You know, or the flurry situation had any impact on this team, particularly in that playoffs, um, or what what that played, or the role that played, or if anything, if there were any, or the harmony, or in the dressing room, or anything. I don't know what that what the pro if that's contributed, or if this, if that's played any part in anything. Maybe not. I mean, but uh, Dave, the, we did what has been seen particularly is uh, I, I don't know if Dave Pryor of who was a big part. You know, I think, don't know if he was, was it director of goaltending or something. Some had some. Well, he's you know he he he's departed. Um, You've got a situation, you've got a. I don't know if it's a particularly healthy situation or situation that might have caused a bit of stink here in Vegas. Um, Robin, so you've got Robin Leonard, particularly that goaltending tandem with Robin Leonard and Marc Andre Fleury. And you had that situation with his agent and that. The, the thing was, it. the thing is with, with Fleury is. When they the the initial, what the plan was is they wanted to upgrade on Malcolm Subban because Subban wasn't great. So they wanted what they initially would have want, wanted is they wanted to upgrade that area. So you've got some gold sending. So you've got an able backup to Mark Andre Flora. That's not how it's played out. Now obviously Leonard came up and you know the price of getting Leonard was you know they obviously snapped the you know they jumped at it, but. What that's, but the, the understanding from what I understood it was, you was, it was sort of to come. It was going to come in to complement Mark Andre Fleury. Maybe take some of the met pressure off and some of the minutes, or you know, make Fleury more refresh. You know, keep goal 
keep goaltending fresh and sort of take that bit of pressure off. What it wasn't, what what for, to my understanding, what's not being said is, is it wasn't there to replace Mark Andre Fleury. So so if he's getting told, well, he you know he's coming in, but he's just going to like back you, you know, back up and things like that. And it wasn't the fact that that Flurry was that Flurry's being shit. Uh, I mean, there were other things, but Flurry's Flurry didn't play. Flurry's not played bad, and he has played. I think he played a few games. Uh, Play. I don't know how many games he played. But, I mean, he has played, but I think they've caused a lot more problems than you know. Had they had him play that round, had they started with Flurry in the round robin, but he kind of. I don't know if he feel. I don't know if he feels let down or, or, you know, like he's not being treated fairly. That, you know, goalie. That, you know, is a goalie's just come in and just replace him and. And he's sat on, you know, and he's sat on sidelines, uh, you know, on bench. Um, and I don't know if, I don't know. And he didn't exactly do anything to lose his place, you know. What they could, I mean, I mean, it's not a case where they'd like doing what with Smith with Koskinen, where they've, you know, where they're going to just ride two goalies and, you know, share the responsibilities. It's not even that. DeBoer, I mean, he's clear, DeBoer is clear. No, Flurry is clearly the first choice for, De, for Peter DeBoer. That that's not even you know, and he's clearly going with it. You know, he clearly likes Leonard, and he, that's the that's his choice. It, that's not that's that's not in any doubt that he, he prefers he prefers Leonard to Flurry, and from what I from what I've been necessarily reading is to looking to try and that what I was saying is particularly to my friend Jen, who's Vegas fan there, is that he didn't. And other Vegas fans, other Knights fans, I know. Was it was what? Why? What's it? I didn't understand that decision. Why they went with that? Because you had because Lenders a UFA at end of the year at the end of the season. So why would so? And Flurry's got is it two? Is it two three? Is it two three years on seven mil? Why would you go? Why why would why would you piss off? You know your veteran, your your veteran goaltender, and your leader on that team to play a free and give the net to someone who's a free age who's you know you probably might not going to sign or you probably may not sign. I mean, this was initially before I found that, and I'll explain in a minute. But why would you piss off your veteran? You know your leader, even your veteran, like I just said, in favour of someone that you, that's you're not going to sign anyway. So. Um, you know, I, I didn't quite understand, but now it, you know it has emerged that they want to that they want to extend Leonard and give him a new, give him a contract and come to an agreement. Well, they've they've not got a lot of cap space already, so the only the only conclusion is that they go is they've chosen Leonard, and it's likely Mark Andre Fleury's going to leave Vegas, and that's going to be the choice that they've made. Um, and that's what they've that's what they've decided to do. So it does raise a bigger it, it they they want to be careful Knights management. The because you go you know I mean and I've got no evidence. I've not been to a Vegas game, so I don't. But who's the you know who who's the player? Who's the fan favorite there in Ve- there on goal there in Vegas on that team? 
Mark Andre Fleur, you know the bobbleheads. You got, you know, you see the shirts, the jerseys that fans wear. It's Mark Andre Fleur. You know the player. You know the leader in that, the leader and influential player in that dressing room. Uh, you know who steals him a game and who has done. You've, you know, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be quite. You don't know what reaction you don't know what reaction a player players has been to that, or what that might have what that might have meant for players. You know whether players might might have thought, well, you know, he's you know if they can drop Mark Andre Fleury, you know, it, you don't know what that does. I mean, players do communicate, but you've got to be careful. I'd I'd be a bit. They've got to be a bit more careful. They've, they don't know what what that would actually do. You know, to lose. You know, whether you want to lose that influence or that leadership in your dressing room, you don't know what that would do to it. You don't know what effect that could have in the dressing room, or among the players, or you know, or how it would do with the fan, or what effect you know how fans would take that, or or you know the why. You've got to look at the wider impact. Now, I know a player's bigger than the team. I mean, any, you know, your big, obviously, we've seen big trades happen and a lot of big players have been traded, you know, so no player's bigger than your team and could they manage, they, they could have, they'd manage without Flurry. But you don't know, you don't know what, because a few of them players have, you know, a few of the original team, players on that original team two, a couple of years ago have obviously left. Like, you know, like Perron, you know, Eric Collard, Eric Holler's like, um, you know, James Neal, obviously with Oilers now. But, you, you know, you so you don't you, you don't know what that's... I don't know if they've gone about... I don't know if Knight's management have gone about it, well, it, the right way, or there's been some... Or they've got a problem. I mean, I've listened to... I think I was listening to one where... And they were really fired up or really pissed off. <laughs> We're doing that, but yeah, I mean, that, but yeah, it, it, it's they do want to be careful, but it's like any other. T- I mean, you know, there's a lot, of, you know, Colson, you know, Colson's got Colson got traded uh, in Ottawa, and quite frankly, that's probably been that's that's not. <laughs> I don't. I shouldn't mention Colson trade because that's worked out well for Ottawa because Ottawa's got Sens have got. Two first, two very high-ranking first-round draft picks, and they get they've got two picks in. Is it first five? Two picks in for in top five. <laughs> you know they're pretty. They're pretty well fucking set to be honest with you. <laughs> so, so that that Carlson and obviously Carlson's not. It's not <laughs> not looking good there in San Jose. Given, but but you know there's a lot. Of, you know there's a lot of good things. So. I mean, I'm initially, I were initially critical. I were initially critical a couple of years ago on on why they traded for Zach, Max Pacioretty in in Vegas, and you know Paul Stasny because the initial the first year they 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 were more high tempo, you know, quick game, you know, played a quick, you know, and it were more high tempo and they played a more you know physical kind of game and. They, they played a bit. I don't know what the word. I don't know if I got the word right. But they played. They were a very. They played a very different way to what how they play. The more possession, 
base game that they are now. I don't know. I think a few people's talked about it, particularly there in Vegas, whether it, you know, whether the players they've got now from the old who were still there from the first, the first and second year, whether they can play, whether De Balls changed the system, changed the system, whether they can play De Balls way, or, or that. But obviously, I'm not a Knights fan, so I'm just observing from the outside. Uh, I don't want to. But that's my situation. But that's my. They've got a good team. They've still got a good team, Vegas. But it's it's not going to be easy. It's not an easy thing to. Uh, they're not getting on particularly well. Particularly in a, in a you know the age of that team. You know a few of them contracts might not look great in a few years' time. But uh, they definitely win now, and um, they definitely. The main thing is, is they don't want to overreact, uh, you know, because there is, there are some good players there. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably mention. I'll probably uh, mention more. Um, we'll have to. I'll probably mention more on maybe future podcasts. What what future is with them? But it is soon after because it's soon after a playoff. Thing. And listen, they got through to a. To a playoff conference, to a conference final, as an Islanders fan, I, I, we've not even had that. So yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good thing. But there are the uh, the struggle there, top forward, you know, the forwards and the scoring were didn't it it it, it didn't it didn't work this it didn't work out. But anyway, enough on fucking vague. Um Brian Burke released a list um, of the top Canad of the top Canad Canadian teams uh, in Canada. Uh, naturally, you've got. Uh, I think he went went from seven. I think seventh were Ottawa, where he's got a bunch bunch of pros bunch of prospects coming through. You know, and got two in top five. I just said first round. Picks and it, which is you'd suggest is quite a good, a big home run for them. Um, yeah, they're definitely going to pick some good. They've definitely got a few. Um, they're going to be solid in that, in that first. The big, the, the big thing I've always said about about Ottawa, is. Yeah, they do. They, they're good on rebuilding and drafting and things like that. But I don't know if they may. I don't know if. You know, Melnick's plan is just to have players on ELCs, and then when it comes to pay him, he moves them on to get more picks. I don't know. He does have tendency to sort of dump, you know, to dump money. Like that's the only thing I've always said about sense. You know, particularly that. You know, and then they don't pay him, and they just move them on, and then get more picks. So uh, sooner or later, you're going to have to have a settled team. Rather than quite a big, you know, quite a turnover and get some, but yeah, they've got, uh, they've they've got, you know, like you know, you got Kachuk and and Shabbat and and then if you add two two top two picks, they've definitely got definitely got that. Um, you know, they've got to look for like you know, like more character, you know, got you know, character people and things like. that. And then number six were Canadians, 
they've got great play, great playoffs. They've got two young centres emerging. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if like you know they you know, traded patch, but Suzuki and Tatar went back the other way too, and those two, you know, one's a centre and others. I don't know if Tatar actually works out for them, but um, so you've got that. But they do probably need some scoring. They do probably so they've got two cent. They probably do need some centres and they do need to add more the centre depth um, and you know three you know defensemen. You know, I'm three defense. Um, probably need a few more scoring winger, and they've got. I think they've got. Is it eight eight picks in first four rounds, and so they obviously need to use them wisely. Fifth, were Jets got a rebuild defense. We talked about Amnick, and don't have enough secondary scoring. Apparently, um, I think they find on scoring. I think they just a bit. They probably need to get more of a blue line. Is my what I'd say. Uh, Flames they've got a rebuild defence it's also set um, I think the fact that you've got Giordano's getting on in age that's a problem there in Calgary um, Canucks nice top six got to sign Markstrom I don't know if they will sign Markstrom they might sign Tanev they've got some good players Canucks and then they had Euler's second oh, so that foolish yeah and then they had Leafs number one who's number one surprise surprise Sportsnet da da the Toronto Maple Leafs don't agree with that <laughs> I mean my, my, mine mine would I mean mine would probably be you know Canucks I'd probably say uh I mean, you know, they, they they did get through. They they you know they go most deep deeper in that. But um, yeah, I don't know my top six. I, I ain't done. I ain't done enough. I'm I'm coming down more in time here, so I don't I don't want to make this too long to go. Probably should have done this. Probably should have done this more at the beginning. Actually, um, I ain't given much thinking, but I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely think on that. But if you. A few of them teams need a bit more evaluation <laughs> because I'm, you know, how, how they work, how they work. Leafs being number one out, I don't, I haven't got a clue. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I might anyway. I'll, we'll, I'll sort that. Yeah. Um, but that, but yeah, that's. I, I'll probably be. Um, yeah. I ain't had any guests on actually, to be honest with you, in the last few weeks. So, well, in the last few months actually, since since we got knocked out. So I'm gonna have to probably have a few words and get back in touch with you and get some guests on, and so we can talk a bit. Okay, I'm not sure if um, if Eric, if Eric, um, I think I might be doing uh, Eric Friesen's podcast, um, uh, 99 Forever, so, soon. So it'd be good to uh, talk talk to him and uh, talk hockey again and just just to get other people's thoughts and uh, all that because I've been doing quite a few uh, solo shows like this so um, anyway guys I uh, just uh, wanted to uh, do a pod and just talk a bit of hockey for um, close to an hour now nearly almost coming up to an hour yep so I've uh, done an hour's I've done well 55 minutes I've done an hour's talk almost an hour one hour's talk, 60 minutes. 
So uh, when I was talk, so uh, talk a bit of Rocky and uh, just uh, put some, you know, put an episode out and uh, all that. But yeah, yeah, I'm uh, keeping going in in UK, and uh, it's not always easy and all that. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll probably uh, try and see put some uh, try and keep you know get keep putting some hockey content out and get some hockey talk out. Anyway, guys, uh, that's uh, I'll uh, I'll be back soon and uh, see and um, with uh, more episodes and hopefully get some people on and uh, just talk a bit of hockey. Um, keep positive, folks, and keep going. And uh, will I'll uh, I'll check I'll uh, check in with you soon and make uh, more. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I'll uh, catch you soon. I'm out. Peace.